Hello, this is Deborah Anderson, the Black Woman Animator, coming back to you with another video. And this video is with my daddy! And I'm not the Black Woman Animator. <laughs> and this video is about being a supportive parent to an artistic child. And so, do you want to give a little um, background about yourself, a little bio? Yes, I'm Black, gifted, and proud. <laughs> What's that um the 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 song by ain't that Selena Johnson's dad? Uh Sly Jack or Johnson? Sly Johnson. Or no. What's the song? Yeah, I'm gifted in black. I think so. Oh. Who that? I don't know. Oh. It's we are young, gifted and black. Mm -hmm. And that's a fact. Jack. So, do you, can you tell about a little bit about your background with art? What, what artistic things have you done in your past? Let me see. Um, when I was younger, I used to uh, read DC Comics and Marvel Comics, and I used to draw the characters in the comic books when I was in my younger days. That's that, that, and, and I've always had a talent to draw and be creative but i never pursued it what about your musical talents i used to be in a uh singing group when i was uh in, as a teenager i won a talent show when i went to college at western michigan we won a talent show and we had a contract to uh cut an album, but all of the people who were in my group were football players and they felt that they would make it as a football player and so they didn't want to do the uh, singing thing. So we didn't do the singing thing. I sung in a rock band when in the 80s and that's about it. What made you decide to learn how to write and draw with your left hand to teach me? I've always been ambidextrous, and I used to always ask my mother, was I born left-handed, and they made me right-handed, and she told me no, because everything that I do, I do with my left hand first. Even when I reach, I reach with my left hand first, so I've always been able to write and draw with both hands, and when you started uh, going into art, I thought that it would be better for you to learn left-handed because you were left-handed instead of doing right-handed and it would look backwards because if you know anything about people who are left-handed, they draw backwards. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted- Or they hand me like this. Sometimes. But my, I actually, my right hand is like that when I do. I do with my right hand like people do with their left hand. So mm -hmm. I draw backwards with my right hand and my left hand I draw the natural way like you do so mm -hmm. and I always uh, trip out my class when I show them how people can uh, actually use both sides of their brain so, so when I'm in class I'll be drawing a picture with my left hand and writing with my right hand at the same time and it trips people out because you're talented no, because I'm old, gifted, and black. Used to be young, gifted, and black, but now it's old, gifted, and black. Mm-hmm. So, in the past year, I asked you if I ever 
asked for Barbies for my birthday or Christmas, and what did you tell me? No. You always ask for art supplies and sports equipment. You didn't never ask for dolls and stuff, but your mother used to always try to force that stuff on you. I was an artiste and a, and a sportswoman. <laughs> I was about to say sportsman. Um, okay, so with art instruction schools, I wanted to ask you, uh, so art instruction schools is the where you draw if you look if you've seen a commercial where they ask you to draw a turtle or a pirate <laughs> and then you can be a part of the school I did that I want to ask you why didn't you force me to finish it because I was one lesson away I thought you did finish it because oh. you were able to transfer those credits from that school to your uh, school at RIT so you were able to transfer the credits. I didn't know you didn't finish. Oh, oops. You didn't see those on your transcript? They were on Yeah, I transferred the credit. Oh. But I still have one lesson left to go. And for dual enrollment, tell me about the process of getting my brother and me into dual enrollment classes and how did you find the opportunity? Well, because I was already in uh education and i knew about dual enrollment and i wanted to make sure that both of you had an opportunity to um, take advantage of college courses while you're in high school what what you didn't tell the viewers where you have a twin brother that's why you said your brother so they were both twins and so i tried to do everything for both of them at the same time but of course her brother didn't do what he needed to do, but she did what she needed to do. And so she would take the classes seriously. He wouldn't take the classes seriously. So do you think you, because you were like a college professor, you already knew about it? You could say that, but I knew that before I became a college professor. I, I knew that when I was taking college courses because I actually did a dual enrollment when I was uh, getting my bachelor's degree because as a uh, senior at Wayne State University in Detroit, if you had a GPA of 3.6 or higher, you could take master's level courses while you were a senior. And so I was taking master's level courses while I was senior and so made me get my master's degree quicker than most people because I was actually taking master's level courses while I was a senior. That, I, didn't, I didn't know dual enrollment implied to that, too. I, th I just always thought of dual enrollment as high school. Um, let's see. Despite all the support from you around my love of art, dual enrollment is the reason I'm in animation. It's the reason I knew 3D animation was a possible career path. So looking at me as a child, being surrounded by Disney, Disney books, VHS tapes. Why do you think I didn't think to be in animation as a career? I have no idea. You can only answer that question because as most of your viewers don't know is that when you started the um, Institute in Rochester, Rochester Institute of Technology, I kept telling you to do a dual major of engineering and film. But of course, somebody didn't do that. And then after they graduated with their degree in film, they say, you know, I should have did that dual major like you said. 
tell the real story. It was when I was a junior in college and I was trying to minor in engineering, but there was too many prerequisites. Thanks. That's the story she telling y'all. <laughs> um, so what is your philosophy on encouraging your children to follow their dreams? So like and you encourage Angie with her cosmetology um, Donnie with his comedy, um, me with my animation. Uh, what do you feel is it, is the importance of a child seeing that their parents support their dreams? I always felt that um, you would always encourage your children to go whatever path they want to do and you try your best to lead them in that path, but try to do it on the down low so they didn't think that you were actually doing it but you would be encouraging them to do stuff that's why i always encourage you to be in science and be in band and art and all that stuff because it was all artistic and your brother the same because he was doing uh band and he was doing theater and stuff like that and that's how he evolved into always wanting to be performing in front of people, but he thinks he does it on his own, but don't tell nobody that I secretly did that. I remember when we were younger, I would go to my dad's side of the family and my twin brother is not the best dancer, but they were like pay him to dance so they could laugh. I didn't know that, but thank you for telling me that. <laughs> So, I mean, I guess considering that my brother did theater, was it a surprise to you that he did comedy? Nope. No surprise at all. But the the comedy that he does now, he know I prefer the early comedy that he started out when he was first in college because he used to do physical comedy and he was real funny with physical comedy, but then he wanted to divert to intellectual comedy. That's what he does now. And he'll always tell me that, you know, I do my comedy for a different crowd and stuff. And so I said, whatever floats your boat, buddy. <laughs> um, uh, what are your suggestions to parents around being open to their child's dream careers despite preconceived notions or potential challenges? I would I would tell people don't try to make uh, your child into something that they're not because a lot of times and I talk to people in college right now is that a lot of people aren't ready for college and just because you think that a person would have a better life if they got a college degree don't force them to go into something that they're not ready for and a lot of people force kids into something that they're not ready for so that's why I prepared y'all before college was, that's why I got to a dual enrollment, so you could see that how college was and if you could actually coexist in college. And that's why I took uh, my grandchildren to school with me while I was teaching college so that they could know that they could exist in college. And my uh, first granddaughter, I took her to college and when she sat in the class, she was still in high school, and she said, either these people are slow or I'm getting this because this is so easy. And so she saw that at an early age that she was able to coexist in college. And so 
she ended up getting her bachelor's degree. Her sister is getting ready to get her bachelor's degree. And then my other granddaughter, who's at University of Michigan, the reason why I have on this hat, because I told her that I would wear this hat until she graduated from University of Michigan, even though I can't stand University of Michigan. And, uh, and so she loves college too, because I had them all start out at a younger age. Um, even though none of it worked with me, despite how hard you tried, what tips do you have for helping your child in increasing their confidence in their skill set? What do you mean it didn't work for you? I feel like with basketball, I didn't get that confidence that I needed. That's because you didn't want to play aggressively. I kept trying to get you to play aggressively, but now that you're old as hell, now you want to play aggressively, and now you want to play with men and stuff. But when you were younger, you didn't want to play aggressively because you had the skills to compete. I thought I was going to have somebody playing in the WNBA if they only got mean. But the only game that you got mean was that game against uh, – What's the name of that school? It's uh, Southgate, uh, Southgate Anderson, where you scored the, the winning three-point play at the end of the game. And the whole game, you were playing center, and you were a point guard, but they had you playing center. And so you had to play aggressively, and you got mad and was taking the game to them. And then you reverted back to playing uh, all passive after that. Okay. <laughs> So what tips do you have to other parents? Well, uh, what like what tips do you have to parents to instilling confidence in their child? You got to believe in your child. If you don't believe in your child, you can't instill confidence if you don't believe in them. You know, a lot of people nowadays, they let the internet and Instagram and whatever the other social networks are out there to entertain and babysit your children instead of being active in you know, activities that they're interested in. It's just that I was always active at anything that y'all were in, and I was always in attendance at anything to show support. You got to show support because if you don't show support, how your kids going to ever know that? Because when I was in high school, I played football, baseball, and ran track, and my parents never came to anything that I participated in. So, and I felt that, uh, they weren't interested in stuff that I did. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like, well, I played basketball, so I feel like that was closer to a, a skill set that my dad had. But I felt like if I played soccer, he would have learned how to play soccer and taught me soccer. That's how, that's the kind of parent he is. Soccer is boring. My my grandson plays soccer. It's like watching paint dry. But that's just a <laughs> joke for him because they always tell me that, Baseball is like watching paint dry, so I always tell them that soccer is like watching paint dry. But I learned the game because he's in soccer and stuff. So. Mm -hmm. um, so, what do you have to say about, you kind of already said it, but if you want to expound about always being there for your child no matter the issue and just in general and then showing love to your child let me see how can I expound on that just be supportive and always support 
whatever uh, endeavor that they want to go into and try to pick up little pointers by just having general conversation with them because I have a grandson now who he he's a smart ass and he knows he's a smart ass and he tries to have conversations with me and I always tell him it takes one to know one so when you want to be a smart ass I'm already a smart ass so that's why we have dialogue together and he loves it and he knows he loves it and we'll just dialogue and then he'll say one day I'm going to win and I said it's not about winning it's about the activity mm -hmm. so you know we just go on these intellectual conversations and stuff and you can tell that he's a real intelligent young man and I just try to pull it out of him mm -hmm. by, you know, having intellectual banters with him. Mm -hmm. So based on my vantage point and, and, and talking to children and parents, I feel like you would have been my ideal parent interaction um, because I meet and come across so many parents that mention their child's interest in animation, but there's no follow through. What would you like parents to know about the importance of follow-through and action and supporting your child's dreams, particularly if they meet? Because you, I don't think you had anybody to like me for me to meet. So if they have me to meet, what kind of benefit is that? And but, what, but what do I do every time someone says that their kid wants to go into animation? Contact them with me. Right. I put them in contact with you and see if they're going to follow through to see if they're serious about animation because <clears throat> a lot of time people don't know what all goes into animation they just look on television they see a cartoon and or they see a 3d animation and think it's easy but it's mm -hmm. not it's a lot of work and it has to do with a lot of math skills and stuff like that mm -hmm. um, and that that's what a lot of people don't know that you're good in math and i'm good in math but we both hate math but we <laughs> good in math i went all the way to trick i like math Sure, whatever. Went all the way to trigonometry, but know how to do it, but just not interested in it. But that's what people should understand is that, and what I always tell a lot of people is that when you go into a career, you need to go and actually interview people who are in the career that you're going into mm -hmm. and do like a job shadow with them to see if that's actually what you want to go into mm -hmm. because uh, a large percentage of people who have college degrees don't even work in the field that they have a degree in is because mm -hmm. they didn't properly prepare before they went into the degree. A lot of people look at the money but they don't know what goes behind the money and if you go and interview somebody that's going into that field and then you can make an intelligent choice on whether you want to go into that field or not just by interviewing people and asking them why did you choose this degree what do you love about this uh, occupation what do you hate about this occupation and you get a better understanding and you're more prepared to go to college yeah I remember I had a Facebook status where I asked people if you could choose a different degree to get would you do it and what would it be? And like 98% of the people would choose something different. Right, because they didn't properly prepare. It was literally only me and one other guy who would go to get our same degree. So for fun, um, I already asked you about all the artistic things you've done. How did you get introduced to art and how did you get good at it? 
I just picked up a pencil and a piece of paper and started doing it. That's what I said. I, you know, I just said, I want to see if I could draw that picture. And I, you know, drew that picture. So that's that's it. It just, just came to me. It's just something that I can do. There are a lot of things that I can do. It's just something that I could do. But I never pursued it. What happened was is that I thought I wanted to go into art. And so um, I took a art class at a Western Michigan University. And uh, we had to draw this new woman mm -hmm. in the class. And so if you have know anything about art, they'll tell you to draw specific parts of the person and not the whole person. And so on the day that I had to do the part, I had to draw the uh, woman's vaginal area. And it was a plump woman. And I just couldn't do it. And so... Yeah. I dropped the class because of that, because I couldn't do it, you know, because mm -hmm. it, it didn't make any sense to me. So I, mm -hmm. I didn't get the sense and what, but later on I learned what the, because you got to know how to do detail and mm -hmm. you had to be able to draw detail and everything. But, you know, I was a 18 year old kid. I thought it was a joke. You mm -hmm. know, you want me to drop, draw somebody's cootie cat? No, -uh. no, sorry. That, that's that's a the vaginal area in uh, street language. Cootie cat. Just want to let everybody know that. Thanks for repeating it. <laughs> um, I remember when I was at home in Detroit and I was in the shipper robe and I found a picture you drew of a squirrel and I was like, I well because you know my memory is horrible so I didn't remember that you taught me how to draw so. <laughs> I felt like I didn't know you knew how to draw. What, what's a shiffer roll? It's the thing, you know, I, he knows what it is. He's just asking me for clarification purposes like he does every time in life. But um, it's the closet that you open with where you hang your clothes at. Oh, okay. That, that's so old. So I didn't know young people would know what a shiffer roll was. They probably don't, but Google it. <laughs> um... Yeah, so what do you think of my career in animation? I think you had a marvelous career in animation and so far, but I know that you're going to take it a step further, even though I say you should stay with your good state job and uh, stick with making money. But I know that you want to grow in animation and you want to go into other fields. So, um I was excited when you went to Korea and stayed there for a couple of years to uh, get into the animation field. And that's what I used to tell a lot of people when I uh, taught at the Art Institute of Michigan. And when people talk about they were going into animation, I say, are you prepared to go overseas? And they say, no, I'm getting a job in the U.S. And I said, you're not going to get a job in the U.S. unless you do an unpaid internship because everybody's going to ask you for experience. But, of course, you know, people wouldn't listen. Mm -hmm. And I would always say, well, I have a daughter who did that, and she had to go overseas to get experience before she could get a job. So, you know, it all looks glamorous and stuff, but you might have to do that if you want to get a job or you're going to do stuff uh, for free. Mm -hmm. And I don't know too many people that want to do free animation. Yeah, I would suggest if you're going to do a free route, you got to do it in college because you know, part of the reason I had to go to Korea is just I, I wasn't properly prepared. I should have had a portfolio ready to get a job in America, but I probably would have been getting paid low anyway. But 
um, at least for starting out. But um, I would like to thank my father for being in this video for me, uh, with me, under protest. And <laughs> if you have any questions or suggestions about being a supportive parent um, to an artistic child, or if you're an artistic child and want my dad to ask if you have any questions about some advice that you need from him, I'll relay the message. Uh, I want you to like so I know it's real, comment and tell me how you feel, subscribe to Seal the Deal, and sign up for post notifications to show your zeal. And I will see you in the next video. Peace. So peace. <laughs> That's all, folks.